Let's pray. Heavenly Father, your word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. So we ask that you will speak to us today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Image is important to us, to most of us anyway. And I guess if we're honest, sometimes image, self-image, what people think about us, gets a little bit too important. We're concerned about what people think about us. And I, I wonder, how many mirrors have you got in your house or your flat? Maybe you could count them sometime. We have quite a few. We have one by our front door. And I think it's good to have a look in the mirror before you go outside to check that you're still looking sharp or as we should stay, still staying classy. And in my case, to make sure that I haven't got toothpaste on my face or something else that will embarrass me when I go out in public. I wonder how many of us have been concerned about lockdown hairstyles and what we'll look like when we go out. Image is important to us, isn't it? So we, we use phrases like these, dress to impress, or first impressions count, because we are concerned about what people will think about us when they see us. And to be fair, first impressions do make a big difference. But in our reading that we've heard today, Jesus has a big challenge for us, particularly if we know we are overconscious about what other people think of us. And his challenge is this, to make sure that we are more concerned about what our Heavenly Father sees in us than our concern about what other people may think of us. In other words, if we are more interested in pleasing others, more concerned about our public image, more concerned about what other people will think of us, if we're more concerned about all these things than we are about being concerned about what our Heavenly Father sees in us, then we are in a dangerous place and we need to hear Jesus's words today. So when we listen to Jesus's words, as so often, there is a deep challenge for us, but also a great comfort too. And we'll see this comfort and this challenge in three areas of the spiritual life that Jesus is talking about. Jesus is talking about three regular day-to-day, week-by-week practices that he expects his followers will engage in, giving, praying and fasting. So if you have a look at verse 1 of chapter 6, you'll see that Jesus calls these daily, weekly practices, he calls them acts of righteousness, acts of the new life that God wants us to live. They are a normal part of the life that God expects us to engage in, giving, praying, fasting, alongside many others. But he says with these three in particular, we need to be careful not to do these to impress others, but to do them so that God sees. If we do them to impress others, then there will be no reward from God. So I guess today there will be a a challenge for all of us especially for those of us who are leaders. And I feel that challenge deeply. It's so easy to be trying to impress others, to look right, to be seen to be doing the right thing. And then we run the danger of being more worried about what other people think than what our Heavenly Father, God, sees in us. So let's look at the three of these, each of them in turn, briefly. First, 
giving. If you look at that in verse 2, Jesus says, When you give, don't announce it with trumpets. It's a very graphic picture that Jesus paints. It might really be an echo of what happened in Jesus' day, that when there was a need, the trumpets at the temple blasted out, and so you shut up your shop and you ran as fast as you could to give to that need. But actually you were running fast so that more people would see how keen you were, how generous you were. And they would say then, wow, isn't that person generous? Or maybe it's literally a picture that Jesus gives of as you give your gift, a trumpet blasting a fanfare so that everyone knows a generous gift has been given. Well, that was Jesus's day. What about the danger for us today? We don't have trumpets playing often, playing fanfares for us as we do something. But I wonder, when we give, is it easy sometimes to be proud of what we're doing and to hope that others will be impressed by our generosity, whether that is giving to the church or to the food bank or to a charity, whatever. Jesus knows that it will be easy for us to give with the wrong motives, to pump up our own pride, to boost our own image, and to be thinking more about our image than about being generous and seeking to honour God with all that he's given us. So what's the answer? Well, Jesus says in his usual, almost over-direct way, when you give, have a look in verse 3, keep your giving secrets. Keep it secret even from yourself. Don't even let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. And what Jesus is getting at here is he's saying, don't let self-image even get a look in. Jesus talks a lot about money and about giving, because how we view money is often a really good indicator of where our heart is. If we're generous, it's a sign that we've understood God's generosity to us. If we're stingy, it's a sign that we haven't really grasped the wonder of God's love for us. Now, I know that at Christchurch, many people give and give generously, not only to Christchurch, but to other good causes too. But let me say, I have no idea who gives what. At Christchurch, only the treasurer and the bookkeeper knows who gives what. And it's important for planning purposes that they do, but no one else knows. And that's important too. We keep our giving secret. We give not to impress others, but we give out of generosity knowing what God has done for us. So there is a challenge here for all of us, isn't there? Not to be giving to impress other people. And if today you want to think more about giving, it's a great spiritual practice. If you want to learn more about that, then do talk to our treasurer or to our administrator, Sue. We have pressing needs, pressing financial needs at Christchurch, as do many other charities at the moment. And giving generously and gladly is a, a great practice to get into. It's one of the things God expects of his followers. And look further at what Jesus says here in verse 4, because as well as the challenge to our motives, there is a great comfort in Jesus's words. God sees what is done in secret and will reward it. God sees, God knows, God cares. Isn't that great? 
the first act of righteousness, giving. The second act of righteousness, prayer. Verse 5. Jesus says that it's possible for us to pray in two very different ways. We can either pray to connect with our loving Heavenly Father, who we can't see, or we can pray to impress other people who we can see. And it's easy to get it wrong. Jesus is again so direct, isn't he? He says, if we pray on the street corners so that other people will hear us praying, then that is all that will happen. Other people will see us praying. They might hear us praying. And they might even be impressed. But Jesus says, if that's our motive, then God won't be impressed. And then he says, if we pray to our Father who we can't see, then wonderful comfort. Our Heavenly Father sees, hears and will reward us. Now, I think there's a danger here for any of us who are confident in praying in front of others. Not everyone is, but many are. Vickers often are. We often have to pray out loud in front of others. People ask us to and then they thank us for it. That's not just vicars, but other church leaders as well. And there's a real danger that if we're confident in praying in public and in front of others, that we can slip into the danger of praying to impress others rather than praying so that our Heavenly Father hears us. Now, I'm really challenged by the fact that Jesus seems to pray a lot more in private than he does in public. He did pray in public, but it seemed he took every opportunity to pray to his Heavenly Father in private. I'm challenged because it's much easier for me to pray with others or in front of others than it is to pray on my own. But I know that actually God is ready to listen to my prayers and longs for me to pray to him more than I pray in front of others. So there's a great challenge for me here, and maybe for others of us too, but also great comfort, isn't there? Particularly, I guess, if we find it hard to pray in front of others or to pray out loud. Jesus says if we close the door and turn in private to our Heavenly Father and pray from the heart to him, not to impress others, but to deepen our relationship with God. Then we know that God hears us and will reward us. Isn't that amazing? What comfort for us. Now, just one more thing about praying in public or praying with others. It's not wrong. In fact, it can be a huge blessing, a huge encouragement to others. It can bring us together, together as a couple, together as a family, together as a congregation. And It's often a renewed commitment to private and corporate prayer that marks the beginning of a deep move of God in revival or renewal or refreshing. And we long for that today, don't we? All the more when we see the challenges in our world today. And I hope that during the vacancy after I've left, that many will take the opportunity to not just pray on their own, but to join together to pray praying that God will lead us clearly to the next vicar here at Christchurch. It is so often that when we pray that we see God move. And let me reassure you that we will be praying for you. More about prayer next week. So the first act of righteousness, 
was giving, generosity. Second act of righteousness that Jesus speaks about is prayer. The third act of righteousness that Jesus speaks about is fasting. Have a look ahead to verse 16. Jesus says, when you fast, do not look, do not look somber as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show people that they're fasting. I tell you the truth, they have received their reward in full. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face so that it will not be obvious to people that you're fasting, but only to your father who is unseen and your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Jesus expects his followers to fast. This was one of the spiritual practices that we looked at last year. And it can be such a powerful way of deepening our trust in God, our dependence on God, showing that we depend on God so much more than our own strength or our own wisdom or our own resources. And Jesus says, again, when we do this, we need to make sure we get it right. We don't fast to impress others. We fast to build our relationship with our Heavenly Father. And again, Jesus's words are challenging, aren't they? If we want to impress others when we fast, then we'll put on a sad face. We'll try and show people how much we are sacrificing, how much we're giving up. And people might be impressed, but God won't be. If we are serious about deepening our relationship with God, then when we fast, we will make sure that we do it so that only God sees, so that only God knows what we're doing. And we'll carry on as normal in our day, doing the things that we normally do. But underneath, as we step aside from some of those things, give up some of those things for a short period of time, we do it so that we deepen our relationship with our Heavenly Father. So we don't fast to impress others. We fast to deepen our relationship with God. And here's the comfort. God sees what is done in secret and will reward us. Reward is a surprising word, isn't it? The reward I think Jesus is speaking about is that we discover that we are walking more closely with our Heavenly Father, which is the greatest blessing we can ever know. God sees, God knows, God cares. Giving, fasting, praying. Let's each of us seek to engage fully in these, but let's make sure we do them with the right motives. The motive of wanting to walk more closely with Jesus, wanting to deepen our relationship with our Heavenly Father, not to impress others or to look good. And let's take Jesus's words of comfort too, that our Heavenly Father sees what is done in secret and will reward us. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for Jesus's words, which are words which correct us and give us life. Where we've been doing things like these to impress others, will you show that to us? And will you forgive us? And will you help us to step into these practices and others to walk more closely with Jesus? Will you help us to be more and more generous, to know what you've given us and to be ready to give generously in response? Will you help us to take out this great gift of prayer, 
and to talk with you each day. Will you help us to step aside from the things of this life, to focus our thoughts, our energy, our concern on you? And as we do this, Lord, we pray that our relationship with you will grow. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.